We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA Front Office Show. Quick reminder, do subscribe to the NBA Front Office YouTube channel. Don't forget to go find us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. I'm Trevor Lane. You can find me on Twitter at Trevor underscore Lane. Joined by Keith Smith at Keith Smith NBA. Keith, before we get into the basketball team, USA advanced. It was a nail biter. I was on the edge of my seat. I probably lost a significant portion of my life (laughs) from that game, but they got it done when the final whistle sounded. That sure felt good. Yeah, absolutely. And that nine minutes of stoppage time was was just killer. Uh, you know, all World Cup long. I mean, FIFA said at the beginning before the World Cup that they were going to push for full 90 minute games. They wanted the referees to really add as much stoppage time as they felt like they needed. And, you know, they, these games are now we're getting to the end. And then it's like, all right, 10 more minutes. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I almost died when Haji Wright uh, shot instead of just oh. dribbling to the corner. Uh, but, you know, and it wasn't end, even a good shot. Fine. No, it wasn't. Like, if it was a great shot on net, yeah, you're trying sure. to put the and game then, away, I can yeah. at least understand. But, it, I mean, th- that was the worst outcome <laughs> in that moment was to do exactly. what he did there. I'm like, oh, yep. no. <laughs> yeah, but they're through. They're through, and not, now mm. we're on to, on to the Netherlands on a Saturday morning. So I told – I had this discussion with Ron from Lakers Nation, and he's hopped on here as well. Um, I said, now they're playing with house money, in, mm-hmm. in my mind. They, they got out of the group stage. This is one of the youngest teams in the tournament. Yep. Now, whatever happens from here is there. It's golden. They got through the the group stage, and that was all I was really concerned about. Hey, if they somehow pull out the upset and win, great. great. I'll be, I'll be thrilled. Yeah. But it's for me. It's already mission accomplished. They did what we were hoping they could do, and now we'll, let's just you know see what they do from here. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, play free and easy now, and mm-hmm. just just seeing. Netherlands hasn't looked great. Uh, so far in the cup so hopefully the uh the the u.s men's national team can get it done so we'll see all right let's jump into some nba news uh to start things out not good carl anthony towns out four to six weeks um dealing with a with a calf issue here there was some concern about the achilles being involved but there's no structural damage to the achilles um so this, this is a calf strain that will keep him out four to six weeks I mean, is Minnesota glad they they went and got Gobert now because he can at least provide some size, or or you you know how much of a slide could we see from Minnesota without Towns out there? 
Yeah, I mean, let me start with this is not as bad as it looked like it might have been uh, well, mm-hmm. when it happened. I, I, anytime anybody goes for the back of the leg, you instantly oh. fear it's an Achilles. Absolutely. Right? You're, you're like, well, that, that's that. But they, um, yeah, I mean, for Minnesota, this comes at an absolutely terrible time. They are 10 and 11. Uh, so basically a quarter of the way through the season, they're, they're just kind of, kind of, you know, muddling along around mm-hmm. 500. And the challenge is now what's going to happen is they're going to adjust. They're going to play a different way without towns or they're going to go to my guesses. I don't think Nas Reed gets out there a lot with Gobert. They probably go mm-hmm. back to the one big one center lineup and, and that's how they play it out. And then a month to a month and a half from now. So sometime end of December, middle of January, you bring towns back and then you're going to have to readjust everything again and basically relearn how to play together with the two of them. And that's, that's tough. Cause it, by the time he gets back, if this takes the full six weeks, we're only about two, three weeks from the trade deadline. So then mm-hmm. you're kind of, you know, all right, well, do we even know what we need to do? What do we have? Um, you know, what is our record at? Cause towns obviously your know, dominant offensive force. So, uh, there can be positives here. The floor will open up presumably a little bit more for Anthony Edwards. D'Angelo Russell probably gets more scoring touches, but this is a major, major loss for a Wolves team that is really, I think, underperformed what most thought they would be. Like I said, 10 and 11. Uh, right now they are 11th in the Western Conference, so they'd be outside of the play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a tough spot for them to be in and uh, not what they envisioned, but I mean, looking at the West, the bottom line is there's going to be multiple teams that are at least saw themselves as playoff caliber coming into the season who will be on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the reality of the West and how brutal it's going to be this year. Uh, this is not a good sign for for Minnesota and where they're ultimately going to wind up. But we'll see. You know, they, they still have talent on this team. So it's not out of the question for them to kind of tread water here. But you're right. It is going to be a challenge, especially if it's closer to that six-week mark for them to get Towns back and uh, and reintegrated into this lineup. Yeah, and um, to be fair, they're 10 and 11 and in 11th, and they're two and a half games out of third. Right. So, I mean, it's not not like, you know, they're, they're so far out, but you just – now you got to hang in there. you you got to go mm-hmm. over the next, what, four to six weeks is – probably somewhere in the 16 to 25 ish game range. I haven't done the actual math on that, but you know, over let's, so let's just call it, let's call it 20 games. You, you really got to try to go like 11 and nine. So you're at least 500 by the time towns gets back and then you can, can push forward to make a little run. Yeah, absolutely. So that's going to be the the test now for the Minnesota mm-hmm. Timberwolves and we'll see what they can do. Uh, let's jump over to the San Antonio Spurs, kind of a minor move here, but they waved Jordan Hall, signed Alizé Johnson. You know, I, I noticed, I think it was you that was responding on Twitter. You were surprised that they had waved Jordan Hall. Mm-hmm. What's the story there? Yeah, Jordan Hall's only 20. Uh, he's a guy who, good all-around player, put up really good all-around stats in college at St. Joseph's. Uh, he was doing decent in the G League prior to, to the Spurs picking him up. So that's the kind of guy you would figure Spurs clearly in a rebuilding season. Uh, call it tanking if you want to, vomiting mm-hmm. for Victor, winless for Wemby, whatever you want to use. I saw um, that in your uh, the piece that you promoted yes. today. I saw, I saw hashtag vomiting for Victor. That was the first time that's, i had heard that one that's, that's my that's that i i think that's mine i i i i've been using that one i like that <laughs> one because it's it's kind of gross but fun yeah 
you know. So well, tanking I, um, is supposed to be gross. Yeah, exactly. Right. Tank it. Yeah, tanking is supposed to be gross. So, but you should also have some fun with it. But yeah, and then Alize Johnson. It's not that he's a bad player by any means, but he's 26. We kind of know what he is as a player at this point. I just, you know, maybe more will come out. Maybe Hall wasn't working hard or something like that. At the end of the day, this doesn't matter. This is end of the bench mm-hmm. roster guy, you know, on, on the Spurs. Um, you know, Alizé Johnson right now is a better player than Jordan Hall is. Maybe they just wanted a little more front court depth. I don't know because um, he's more of a four than where Hall's more of a two three. Uh, despite the fact I think they're both about six foot seven, they're just very different players. Um, but I, this one just I, I don't know. It didn't make a ton of sense to me. Yeah, agreed. I mean, they should be trying to get as many young players as they can. And like you said, Alizé Johnson, more of a known quantity, which what does it matter? You're the Spurs, you're, you're tanking, you're doing everything you can to lose games. So, um, yeah, of course, not the players or anything, but as an organization, they're clearly looking to – they're hoping this will be their, their Tim Duncan year, right? Their, their year where they yeah. just bottom out, yep. they, they pick up Wembenyama, and then off you go for the next – two decades right exactly uh, that's what they're yep. hoping for yeah um let's let's head north let's jump over to chicago and um let's talk about the bulls let's go the, the bulls are hoping for lonzo ball to return sometime early in 2023 so perhaps a january return again still dealing with those knee issues um if he doesn't if he isn't back sometime in january if there is any kind of a setback does that change the way the bulls behave at the trade deadline it, it could. Uh, we talked about Minnesota being underachieving. Chicago's 9-11. and 11. They're 12th yeah. in, the, in the East. Again, they're 2-8 and because it's still, you know, despite the fact we're a quarter of the way into the season, uh, still fairly early. They're only two and a half games out of fifth. So, you know, you're a couple good weeks out from, you know, being really solid. But it could maybe. I mean, you may. what it may do is if he's still going to be out, because I, I assume the Bulls will start to play better at some point. Maybe then you go looking for a point guard. And mm-hmm. you know, Io Desumu's done well. Um, he, he's hung in there, but Kobe White, eh, Goran Dragic is a little, little older. Um, but you know, maybe you kind of all right, Kobe White, maybe another contract, and that could get us, you know, at least somebody passable at the point guard spot that can get us through. But uh ho- hopefully Lonzo's the guy, right? That, that's your you're hopeful that's your midseason acquisition that that he can't actually get back because he's he's been out a little little too uh a little too long right now for for comfort. So um, you know. So, so we'll see other bulls news. Billy Donovan gets a contract yeah. extension. Um, you know, that, that came kind of out of nowhere. Um, sounds like it's been done for a while. Yeah. Um, been obviously the bulls are like, ah, oh, yeah, we just didn't tell anybody. And you know, here, here it is, but yeah, that came out and he's, he's going to stick around in Chicago and that's, that's good. He's done a good job with that team since, since getting there. Now, why would they do that? <laughs> no, 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 like, but, but seriously, we, sure. So we dealt with this in, in Lakerland where Rob Palenka got his extension and the Lakers said nothing about it. And mm-hmm. it comes out four months later and people were still pretty upset when they heard that they sure. had given him an extension. <laughs> that um, was putting it right. Place. And especially because, especially <laughs> when you found out the timing was like, Hey Frank, you're fired. Hey Rob, here's yeah. an extension. Great job. You know, I mean that it, the optics were not good. Mm-hmm. So the Lakers obviously had reason to not let this out there. I'm not saying they had reason to give the extension. They had reason to not allow this to be pu- become public information. Why would the Bulls not mention that they had given an extension to, to Billy Donovan? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's really no it's, reason to with the coach. That, that definitely odd. Hey, can, can I can I do something here? Yeah. Um, you know, real, real quick. You ready? Yeah. Throwing it back. Uh-oh. 
Oh, no. The Simmons siren makes its triumphant return <laughs> to the front office show. Breaking news here while while we're on, on the show. Uh, and I just really wanted to play the Simmons siren. It's really <laughs> I love uh, it. Not great news. He's going to be out uh, at least three games. He's got a, uh, oh. a left lateral upper calf strain. So whatever that means, a left calf strain. So uh, he's going to miss a little bit of time. He was out with a knee injury. You got to wonder, is that one of those overcompensation kind of things? Mm-hmm. And that is that what caused uh, some you know stuff for, for Simmons? But yeah, he's going to be out at least a few games. And it's just another team here in, uh, you know, or another guy down for the nets they just can't keep keep people together and you know keep, keep it going so that, that's tough all right well yeah that's that's not good news i mean good to hear the return of the simmons siren but yeah not good news ultimately for uh for the brooklyn nets or for ben simmons hopefully he heals up uh let's counterbalance that with yeah. some positive news chris middleton back yeah, by yeah. the end of the week coming back probably just in time to play my lakers because of course honestly <laughs> probably probably wouldn't make a difference but um, but Chris Middleton probably back by the end of the week. Great to hear that he's uh, getting healthy and uh, and can get back in there for the Bucs, who have been, been great even without him. Mm-hmm. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So this is... um... A big win, I think, for the for the Bucks to get him back in there. And, and again, we talked about last year the playoffs. He's probably you could argue that they were a Chris Middleton away from maybe a Finals run. Um, this is important for the Bucks to get him back and get him fully healthy. And he's not the only one. James Harden yeah. also potentially returning for the Philadelphia 76ers. Getting him back in action is going to be important, especially now with Tyrese Maxey down due to injury. It feels like everybody has been down for the 76ers, but yeah. Um, there's still plenty of time, plenty of basketball to play here for them to recover from these and get guys back and, and make a real run here. But Philly hasn't been you know, the dominant team that we were thinking they might be so far this season. Yeah, I think we thought they, at least I know I had them slotted in right there with Boston, Milwaukee as kind of the top teams in the conference. I, I felt a little less sure about them because of these injury issues. Mostly that was related to Joel Embiid, but also a little bit of James Harden. Clearly, I had no reason to think Tyrese Maxey would be hurt. He didn't have anything like that on his uh, uh, history before. But um, yeah, they, they, but 
they're 12 and nine. So you, you got through most of this, right. And mm-hmm. it needs back now. Now you're going to get Harden back. Maxie's probably another couple weeks away and then you get him. And all of a sudden you're, you're, you're looking pretty good uh, because you, you weathered the storm quite, quite well in Milwaukee, as you said, with Chris Middleton coming back, that was, you know, they, they've been great uh, out of the gates. They've played really, really well. Uh, they're only, you know, reason they're behind Boston is because Boston is playing ridiculous, especially on the offensive end. But for my money right now, a quarter of the way through the season, Boston and Milwaukee have set themselves apart as the two best teams in the NBA. I don't think it's particularly close. And they're both missing key pieces. The Celtics are missing Robert Williams. Bucks are missing Chris Middleton. So you get Middleton back. I think he will be massive for that team because when they struggle, they struggle offensively. So they need need another guy who can create something because all too often, if also Giannis go make everything happen. I don't remember off the top of my head. Who do the Celtics play on Christmas? They, I think it's the Bucks. Isn't I was going to say, I'm hoping it's the Bucks. Like I was just, uh, the that. thought popped into my head. I bet the NBA would try to do Warriors, yeah, Celtics, Celtics again. Bucks. But I'd rather it be Bucks. So that's awesome. Yeah. Merry Christmas to us because yep. I think that's uh, that's going to be a fun matchup. Right, right um, after, right after uh, you, you, you'll finish finish your work day on mm-hmm. Christmas because Lakers, Mavs, up, uh, up at two thirty Eastern, they get the the mid afternoon slot. Yep. So it's Christmas schedule: Sixers at Knicks, uh, Lakers, Mavs, then Celtics, Bucks. Then we get a little break, and then Grizzlies, Warriors, and Suns and Nuggets. So yeah. Suns Nuggets is really fun for a nightcap because those yeah, really that could be a really good one. Yeah, two, um, two best the, teams the in the West game. right now. Would be uh, would be a lot of fun. Yep. So All right, let's. Bucks, that's a Christmas rematch because they played last year in that game. That was really really good. Uh, Milwaukee made a big comeback. Uh, Wes Matthews hit that big three pointer at the end. Robert Williams uh, not back in time for Christmas. We'll see. So video out of Boston today of him five on five scrimmaging full court, oh. and, uh, full on like getting up to the top of the square for lobs and blocks and mm. looks pretty good. So they're not going to rush him. They, they keep saying we're sticking to our timeline, original timeline. It's Christmas ish. It's right around in that range where it could be, you know, right then maybe you wait a week and it's the beginning part of January, but uh, right around that, that point in time. So we're a month, you know, ish out from Robert Williams probably coming back. That'd be cool. If both teams were a hundred percent for that. Yeah, matchup. That would be, yeah, would be, that would make yeah. it all, all the, all, all the kind of a good measuring stick for the two teams too to really see our where are we at. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's jump over to uh, another front office decision here. James Jones promoted to president of basketball operations for the Phoenix Suns, uh, still in the GM role, but he's done a nice job for them over the last few years here. And um, yeah, the Suns, uh, Suns bouncing back again, looking like the best team in the West or one of the best teams in the Western Conference. So not a surprise that uh, that James Jones is getting some accolades there and getting getting a little uh, a bump here. Yeah, he's done a really nice job. I thought, you know, Ryan McDonough did a good job building the foundation of that team. But then mm-hmm. James Jones has come in and done a really nice job taking them to the next level uh, with his acquisitions. And they've done so well without Chris Paul. Chris Paul hasn't really played in about three weeks. Um, so they're playing really, really good without him. And that's that's, you know, 
that that's something in and of itself is you know that they're still just kind of chugging along uh Devin Booker having an outstanding season yeah. uh DeAndre Ayton doing his thing Mikhail Bridges and and I know we're going to get to it still maybe a Jay Crowder trade I like to think James Jones president of basketball operations that's like that's James Jones and then he goes and like talks to Jimmy Jones the GM and he's like Jimmy what do you think should we do this Crowder trade and he's like James I think we should and then he's like all right I talked to Jimmy and we should do this but I, I don't think that's probably how it's going to play out but that's just how I like to imagine it so so he's like Dwight Schrute where he has to be yeah. his own assistant because he's the yes. only one he trusts Correct. Uh, Correct. gotcha Perfect. gotcha yeah. he did say in fairness he did say hey we may hire a GM down down the line what is interesting is that they even did this while the team's for sale because that's kind of right the one who makes this decision is generally the owner now in this right. case robert sarver didn't because he's not running the team anymore as he's on the, the year-long suspension so um now let's not be naive and silly of course he had some say, level of yeah. say in it but um but yeah i mean in the end of the day good for james jones and at least good for the sons to have that stability mm -hmm. as you transition ownership groups and things like that yeah yeah absolutely absolutely uh let's let's dive into jay crowder here so the wizards are now among the team that have teams that have registered some interest in Jay Crowder. Uh, surprised by that team, and what what would a potential trade look like if it's a Washington Phoenix deal? Yeah, it's funny because I immediately saw um, Suns fans saying, "Well, it has to be Kyle Kuzma. That's the only only way it works." And what's kind of funny with that is, well, it isn't <laughs> for one, right? Like, like there are other constructions you can make work, and there's a whole right. bunch of them. Crowder makes you know about ten and a half million or so, and then uh, so that's a very easily tradable contract. You only know, get to send about seven million or so back to get there. So I think if you're the um, you know if you're the the Wizards. You're probably maybe like Rui Hachimura if he's not part of your mm -hmm. future going forward. And they've got to decide something because you've got Hachimura, you've got Denny Avdia, you've got Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma needs obviously a new contract. He's played really well. I would assume they want to re-sign him. Hachimura is up for a new deal too. That becomes a little tricky. You add Crowder to the mix. He would also then be up for a new contract. So, so that's too many guys. So it's got to be somebody from that group. So my guess is it's like Hachimura and maybe a pick. My issue for the Wizards is fine go get jay crowder it's it's not gonna be a bad move mm -hmm. but where are you going with this like is it is this gonna gonna how, how high do you think this lifts you they're right now right 11 and 10 they're seventh in the east they're right in that credit kind of crowd of teams from five to you know 12 in the east so you know it just feels like and i tweeted about this feels like washington is just forever destined to go get good but never great players always and just always be okay never really a contender never bad enough to get a great player just kind of always in the middle and that's, yeah and that's not really where you want to be not for too long it's mm -hmm. fine if you've been bad and you step up to that you know for for a year or two that that's totally understandable but you just you know kind of stuck there that's that's tough i don't I mean, obviously, you can put other pieces into a deal and everything like that. And if I'm a Suns fan, the first thing I'm thinking too is, oh, Kyle Kuzma, because you think of the best yeah. Yeah. player you could possibly get. So I'm thinking Kyle Kuzma. But from the Wizards side, why, how does that help you? You'd rather yeah. have Kyle Kuzma than than Jay Crowder. So, yeah. and, and you know, maybe you can say there's other assets added in or something. But yeah, that's that's where where I kind of stumbled too. Was what do they actually trade, and is it something the Suns want? I I. Maybe they would do something around Kuzma, but I don't see that being 
I don't see a swap for Jay Crowder as being something that uh, helps the Wizards win games. Yeah, unless the Wizards are getting a pick out of it, if it Correct. was like Crowder yes. and the pick. And I, I don't necessarily know that the Suns want to go that direction, right? I think that gets a little, little, little messy there. Um, you know, and then if you're Washington, you're kind of looking at it and saying, oh, I think we'd like to be a playoff team. So let's try to, you know, get Crowder while getting him for non-rotation players mm-hmm. if we can and, and go that way. So I, I, I don't know. This seems like one where it's kind of like, all right, there's interest, but is there really a match? I, I don't know. It doesn't make, this doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah. Agreed. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me either, but, uh, but we'll see. Like ultimately we're going to see a Jay Crowder trade and we are inching closer to December 15th, which yep. is the unofficial start to NBA trade season. So um, it wouldn't shock me if sometime after December 15th, like, relatively quickly we see some type of jay crowder move just mm-hmm. because this has been out there for so long and there's been yep. plenty of time for discussion and all of that um i do wonder if it's just going to take some pieces becoming available on the market because they're guys who sign contracts that's exactly it i i think we may this may already be potentially done and we're just mm-hmm. waiting for those trade restrictions to lift that's interesting that's interesting hopefully we do get a, a fun and exciting trade season here for the nba mm-hmm. but uh, Keith, I think that's about it. Are we the Listen, one Knicks? Knicks made Knicks a two-way oh, move. The uh, Knicks. Fer- Fer- Hunt was I waived, and they added Daquan Jeffries. So fairly minor move. My guess is this was a uh, Jeffries getting starting maybe to get a little interest from other teams. He's been kind of on and off NBA rosters th- throughout his time. So so they they may be in a spot where it is um you know all right we're we're gonna grab him uh be you able. Know, and get him on our roster there, but not likely to have any major impact. I mean, we talked about it a couple of days ago. Tim Tibbs doesn't even play like former first rounders. He's certainly not uh, going to jump in there and start uh, playing a bunch of guys who are, um, right. you know, from the G League. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Evan Fournier too. That's another name. Keep keep an eye on him on the trade talks because right. he is completely out of the Knicks rotation. He doesn't even get in at all in games anymore. And you know, I, I, I still think he's somebody who could help a team, uh, you know, in a relatively, you know, easily tradable contract. It is uh, the only, but there's, there's another year on it. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. they going to have to give up something in order to get someone to take him? I don't know. I, I think that might be a, Hey, you take ours. We'll take yours and sure. see if something balances a little bit better. Cause it's not, it's not terrible. 18 million this year, 18.8 next year. That's, you know, and then that final year is a team option, so that you know might as well you know not even exist for for those purposes. But yeah, I, I don't know. Well, we'll we'll see. I I could see that very easily being like a you know, hey, you take our questionable fit guy who makes about the same amount of money, and and we'll go. Um, they do. The Knicks are sitting on an extra first round pick though. So if it was like, hey, we're gonna give you a guy's a little bit better than Fournier with a little bit better of a contract, but you're gonna give us a pick. Two, maybe they could do that because they are sitting on a couple extra first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe an opportunity there to make a move. All right. Well, I think that about wraps wraps things up for today. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Again, make sure that you do subscribe to the NBA Front Office YouTube channel. And don't forget to go check us out over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Go Team USA, making it through. Still so excited <laughs> from that. Till next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.